Jamie. Good morning. Jamie from Light FM, of course, and I'm Dave Brody from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. This is Walkers and Talkers, episode 24. I think 24. Yeah, 24. I feel like last week was so long ago. It does feel like, you right? know why? It feels we did like on two a mo- weeks. Because we did it on a Monday, and today's Tuesday as yeah, we're taping this. Yeah, that's why. Well, we couldn't do yesterday. Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tuesday. So, I, I liked the episode. I did, too. And I didn't love Talking Dead afterwards. Oh, I didn't me- like the cast of people they had on. Agreed. Although I love Chris Hardwick. He can do no wrong. Yeah. Let me let me talk about a little stuff before the show, a little behind-the-scenes stuff. I read that the actor who plays Chris... Lorenzo Henry. He's cast in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as Ghost Rider's brother. I guess they're adding Ooh, Ghost Rider wow. to the show. Now, I love Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., or at least I did, but it's, it's getting more and more Disney, and I know Disney oh. owns Marvel, mm. but it's getting more hokey, and there's no like there's no Marvel superheroes on the show. Yeah. So I think Ghost Rider is like one of those, he's affordable... It's probably not Nick Cage, because yeah. the Nick Cage Ghost Riders were terrible, in my opinion. Yeah. And and so, they must be, like, launching a new Ghost Rider. They put Deathlock on the show for a little while. They're trying to put minor, non-movie heroes on the show. Well, then he works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they had the Lady Sith on from, from Thor, the Thor movies. Okay. But but it wasn't Thor. Like, yeah. I understand the TV show can't afford Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> so, Chris, now that doesn't mean that he's leaving Fear the Walking Dead. For all we know, it could be one or two episodes or semi-recurring, but he does have another job. Yeah, and the and, show's on hiatus sometimes. So. And Walking Dead fans love to speculate, oh, Glenn has a new job. Glenn's, oh, Norman Reedus is doing Rye. That means he's dying. He's dead. <laughs> and, and, and it's not the case. I, I believe we're safe with Chris, who, I, you know, we all hate. Yeah. So let's talk about Fear the Walking Dead, episode 12, Pillar of Salt. As we go, let's see if we can figure out Pillar of Salt. Now, Pillar of Salt, if I remember correctly, is from the Bible... When Lot and his wife are escaping, um, they're, they're escaping the town of evil, and the only rule was don't look back at the work of God destroying this town. Don't look back. And Lot's wife looks back, oh. and she turns into a pillar of salt. Oh. So that's what it made me think of. How did someone look upon the work of God and turn into salt? Was it? Was it? Um, Maybe they just used the first part where the family was escaping in the beginning. Because they were sneaking out of that town. That's great. That's right. That yeah. may be that may... They say, I knew we'd figure it yeah. out. Now, they didn't turn to they salt, didn't... but they are kind of screwed. But, my God, they got caught in, like, two minutes. Francisco is the father. We hear his name a lot yeah. later on in the episode. And his wife and their daughter are escaping La Colonia. La Colonia. Again, I, <laughs> if we could just say the, the, the colony. The colony. It's just easy for me to say. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And they go through a, a, a wall. They peel back some metal, and they escape. But in order to get out of the colony, they have to go through the walkers. So they have to go through the bus bridge. I didn't realize when they did like the aerial view, I was like, damn, there was a lot more than I oh, thought. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk that's about. awesome. You're jumping ahead, jumping ahead. Oh, it's okay. sorry, sorry, no, sorry. No, it's okay. So they get in the bus, they open the other side of the bus, and they grab a walker, drag him in. They cut him up. Like, these people know what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were like war painting themselves. Which, again, reminds me, this is all happening while Rick is still in a coma, right? Yeah. So they, these people are so much more advanced than our group in The Walking Dead, because I'm still pissed off that in that episode, when it's it's the same episode that, I think it's the same episode or the episode before, as Glenn and the dumpster and Nicholas. Oh, yeah. When Michonne and the group are in that pet store, and the walkers, the herd's coming by, and one guy has the bad leg, and the guy who wrote the note to his wife, oh, right? He yeah. dies, right? They're in that pet store. 
and they make a run for it, and the girl with the braided tail, who is deliberately dressed to look like Maggie in the trailer, oh, yeah. she dies, right? But in that scene, if you remember in the pet store, in the back room of the pet store, there were two walkers. Yes. And they kill them. Why didn't they cover themselves in walker blood and walk out into the herd? They've seen Rick do it. Yeah. So I don't know. They just don't. But yet on Fear the Walking Dead, everybody and does that's it. That's true. Everyone does it. But now they're not doing it. They're not doing it. They didn't do it. So no. that reminded me of how mad I was of the bad writing of that episode. Yeah, that makes sense. That when your life is on the line, a duh. <laughs> a duh. <laughs> I understand why the Alexandrians didn't know that. Yeah. But Michonne knew that because Michonne is the one when we first met her that had walkers on chains, her, her her boyfriend and his best friend, those two guys. Yeah. She cut their jaws off and their arms off so they couldn't hurt her, and she used them as a human shield. Yeah, that was well, awesome. here you have two walkers. Why not utilize them? I totally feel you on that. Yeah, that bothered me. <laughs> so I'm still bothered by that. They cover the mother and the little kid with the blood, and they start walking through the horde of walkers, which reminded me of No Way Out from The Walking Dead when the kid... Um, Sam. Sam talks. I thought the girl was going to talk. Like, it seemed like the same thing to me. Oh, God. Sam, that idiot. Yeah. He would like... The little girl that was quiet. She though. was quiet. Yeah. And then they show the aerial view, which is what you're talking about. Ooh. And it looked like like um, an ant farm. It, it, I couldn't believe how many there were. I didn't realize there were Hundreds of walkers. Hundreds. And they had to work their way through the crowd, which they did. They get out. They're out in the town. And the little girl's like, how much further, Daddy? And he's like, oh, not much further. They look like they walked a block. And then a, a pickup truck. A starts half a block. A half a block. <laughs> and you busted. Done. So they go to hide from this truck coming down the road, and they didn't do a very good job. No. They were seen. The um, the bad guys show up. They look like they're going to mug them. They want Oxy. As it turns out, Francisco, we didn't know this right now, they're like, we want drugs. They go through his bag of supplies. He doesn't have any Oxy. Nope. And you're like, why do they want Oxy from him? They recognize him. He's like, I, where are you from? Nowhere. He doesn't want to tell him where he's from. Then he like threw water on his face. The blood went away. He's like, ah, now I know you. Right, right. So they recognize him. He's Francisco. Yeah. They recognize him from the market. We later find out that Francisco and his partner, Reynaldo, were supposed to go to the market with Oxy and do a drug run. But Francisco, of all people, decided that's when he needed to escape with his family. Jeez. Oh, so these guys want their drugs. Ronaldo, uh, we see later on, isn't going to do the run without Francisco. They don't know what happened to him. They know he and his family are gone. Yeah. So these bad guys, Los Muertos. <laughs> and I'm not going to say l- the Muertos because I know I'm saying the colony. <laughs> they take these guys, the, the husband and wife and the kid, and take them back to their supermarket. supermarket. We, we see them later. Cut to Ophelia. We finally see her. She's driving the pickup truck into town. Now, Ophelia, if you remember, disappeared from the hotel. Didn't say a word to anybody. Yeah, Alicia was taking a shower, and she's like, bye, Alicia. (laughs) All we knew was the truck was gone, she was gone. We don't know where she's going. Now, I will tell you that the actress that plays Ophelia, very pretty girl, even prettier out of the apocalypse. Yeah, it's much prettier. On Talking Dead. She had a nice tan going. Mercedes Mason. She tweeted a couple of weeks ago when people were asking her where's her character, you'll have to wait till episode 12, which I thought was tacky. That why are you Spoiler. telling people that yeah why are you telling people that you're going to come back and that you're alive and that and and we're telling you when you're coming back yeah exactly so she came back and she slipped up a couple of times on Talking Dead as well which we'll we'll talk about <laughs> so girl can't keep a secret no <laughs> if if she was in the Walking Dead we would already know who Negan killed her. she got a big mouth oh but somehow she's all of a sudden badass she yeah. went from being a, a little wimpy girl who didn't want to survive in the apocalypse 
She's and, like siphoning gas in her mouth. Right. She's got like badass so jeans on. She ki- this walker they called Hey Girl. Well, hey. <laughs> hey. On, hey. She got hammered. She got hammered. Hammer, <laughs> hammer time. <laughs> Hammers this walker in the face. That Kick was a ass. pretty beautiful kill. Yeah, it was like Rick move. It yeah, was like, it was okay. awesome. It got stuck in there. And she's not wearing like a sundress. She's wearing like, like a real like survival clothing. So she kills the woman. And then we see flashbacks of her being proposed to by some guy. By a wimpy man. Right. And the guy wants her to come move with him for his career. To New Mexico. And yeah. And she's like, my dad's not going to go for this. He's like, I'll talk to your dad. We know Daniel's crazy. We don't think Daniel would have been too happy about this no. gringo marrying his daughter. Um, but that's all we see. So Well, it's weird. She was like putting on the ring and she's like, um, I'm going to ask my mom. I'm like, what is that move? Yeah. Like, be your own person. Well, we see later why she sort of wasn't. We'll, we'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, I, I get it. So we see her siphoning gas. Now, if you've never siphoned gas, you have to create suction. You have to suck, a, 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 put a tube in the gas, suck it out. How bad does that taste? I've never done it. I was wondering that. I'm like, she's spitting it out. I'm like, oh, I can't even imagine. Well, that's what that usually what like. the tough guy does in movies. So I was yeah. like, she's pretty she's badass. Pretty badass. Where did she learn to do this? Now, Daniel, her dad is badass. But, that's true. But he raised her to be not badass. Yeah. So she, she siphons the gas out, gets back in the truck, and, uh, and she's off for now. We get to the hotel. Madison and survivors are at the hotel. They get the generator started. So now they've got power. They're yeah. making ice. Alicia's like taking uh, surf lessons. I took <laughs> surf lessons on a beach in Hawaii, and it was pretty easy. There's no I, water. Yeah. They just teach you how to stand what up. What I was thinking is like, oh my God, what if they showed her doing surfing lessons in the water and all those walkers that walked off the, yeah. like one washed up and just like bit her leg or well, something? Well, they got to be somewhere. They're, they're, the one is going to wash up, I guarantee you. I would imagine eventually most of them sink. Like the walker yeah. in the, the walkers in the lake on The Walking Dead, Yeah, they were just standing at the bottom waving. Yeah, they couldn't get out. <laughs> but in Fear the Walking Dead, last season, when Nick jumped off the boat, initially they were floating. Yes. Well, that's when it first started. Right. Yeah. So they probably... They, they were gotta, fresh. They got to sink. I would imagine they sink. We see Luciana in bed with Nick. So they did it. <laughs> they did. They did it. They had this less sex. No, L L sexo. Sorry. There's a knock on the door. It's Francisco's partner, Rinaldo. And he says the family's gone. They left. Then we see back at the hotel. There's a knock on the door. He strands... I'll get the door. He opens the door. And uh, I, I found... Her name's Eileen. Yes. Eileen, the bride's mom, stabs him in the gut. Hard. He's like, you, you're the one that took my daughter from right, me. Right, you took my daughter from me. Because last week, he killed the Walker version of her daughter. Because her husband, Oscar, gave him permission. Right. But mommy was not okay well, with I that. Why would Oscar rat him out? That's his mom-in-law. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his mother-in-law. So she, it looked like she started stabbing as the door opened. I thought, you know what? I thought for a... Uh, just a hot second that she meant to stab uh, Elena. No, she went to stab straight. I, I, but then I realized, okay, that's she right. She would have stabbed yeah. Elena. Yeah. But here's my thing. I know it's the zombie apocalypse, but don't you say who is it? Don't you still look through the peephole? <laughs> I didn't think about that. He just was like I mean, granted, opening. Granted, walkers don't knock on the door, and you assume that it's not a bad guy. But why wouldn't you ask who it is? I thought for a second, could that be a walker? Like, just maybe by accident sounded like a knock, but it wasn't. <laughs> who is it? Housekeeping. <laughs> so Strand gets stabbed. Fortunately, there's a first-year med student as part of the wedding party. Also, she looked like she was like a paring knife. Like, it was the saddest knife I've ever seen. Right, it wasn't. It was a little knife. It was like, eat, but it did some damage. So, of course, it creates a situation where they need supplies. They don't have supplies for the wound. They have to go on a run. 
So Madison and, and Elena leave. They want to take Elena's nephew, Hector? Yep. Hector? He doesn't want to go. She's mad. Yeah. And they talk about getting the drugs from, from people who have drugs. Yeah, she's like, I know a place. She knows a place. It's a drive, though. Did it occur to you right away where they were going? No. Me neither. I was like, where does she know a place? Because you don't know really, retrospect, like where everyone is placed. Right, right. So, at, oh, one thing I forgot. After he gets stabbed, Madison lays down the law and oh, says, yeah. violence from anyone and you're out on the street. Yep, anyone. After this, you're out. And she's like, even us. Even us. So, Eileen's got to go and be a prisoner indefinitely. They're going to lock her in her room indefinitely. She deserves it. She does, bitch. <laughs> Alejandro, we see him preaching to the colony. He's like having a freak out that yeah, they escaped. because they left. That, yeah. He's like, we need to stand together. We need to be strong. Have faith in me. He's like, nobody leaves. Nobody leaves the colony. And she's like, for how long? Permanently, until I say so. Yeah. So no one can leave. And then he went on this rant of, to Nick, like, you think I want to make these decisions? Like, you know, like it was a burden. But he clearly wants the power, power over right. there. Well, Nick, who has brains, he's turning out to be a much smarter kid than we thought. He realizes that if Ronaldo and Francisco don't go on that drug run, that the Los Muertos, they're going to want their drugs. They're going to come a-looking. And that somebody needs to deliver the drugs. Absolutely. And Ronaldo didn't want to go without his partner. And Alejandro's like, I don't care. I'm not going. He's like, you have to. They're going to come here then. They're going to look for us. We have to give it. Someone's got to show up with the drugs. And he's like, you're not doing it. Nope, not doing it. I thought that was a really poor choice. Yep. Uh, then we see Madison, Elena, and Carlos, the groom, show up at the place that has the drugs. Did you have any idea it was in that cooler? No. I thought, what the hell is in there? What could they have that they want? So they had a, a giant styrofoam cooler yeah. that it looks like they were going to trade for the supplies they need to work on Strand. And where do they go? The supermarket. The supermarket so, with Marco the narco. So here's the thing. I thought... I thought Elena said she hadn't left the tower since the wedding. You know what? You're right. She hasn't, though. So so that, she oh, maybe she knew about the place because of her nephew. Well, here's the thing. So her nephew, who's Hector's brother, joined the drug gang and is at the supermarket. Yeah. But did he come home and say, I'm working at this cool supermarket where they've got <laughs> supplies and drugs? I have a feeling when they parted ways, he probably said something. Because otherwise, how would she know? She right, hasn't left. She hasn't left. But she somehow she knew. Definitely didn't leave. And she knew where it was, because I guess she knew where the real supermarket was before the apocalypse. Yeah. So then she had some idea. That's a good point. So that mm. was a little strange mm. to me, that she knew they had those kind of supplies there. Yeah. And that you had a trade. Yeah, she, so, you're right. She knew the inner workings of that. She hmm. did. So I was a little, little surprised by that. So They wouldn't let Oscar in. They wouldn't let Oscar in. They let the two women in, Madison and uh, Elena. Yep. And it turns out, and they see the nephew, the, the brother of Hector. And he's like, you shouldn't have come here. He wants no part of them. She's like, you have to come home. He's like, I'm not coming home. Shut up. <laughs> they open the cooler and it's real fish packed in ice. Yep. Which I thought was nice if they have food because we saw the hotel guests fishing on the pier. Madison has everybody being productive. Yes. They have a farm and they're fishing and it's all looking like they're building a, a civilization. Yep. Like they did at the prison almost. Yeah. In, 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 walk, in The Walking Dead. They said on Talking Dead that they didn't realize the fish were fresh. I saw that. And, that and the fish stunk they, and they weren't prepared for the smell. When they opened it, they were like, oh. Right. <laughs> the thing that I found interesting was by bringing fish packed in ice, you're telling people we've got a generator and power and we're making ice. That's true. And technically, 
They now know that they're living at the hotel. Yeah, and first thing the nephew says is, uh, forget the fish. You, you, can you get us more ice? Well, I thought he said more fish. No, he said he wanted more ice. He goes, can you get us more ice? And Elena goes, yeah, we can get you as much as you oh, want. Oh, I thought he wanted just more fish. No, he's, he wanted the ice. Okay. I think maybe they tipped their hand a little bit. I would have brought him the fish without the ice, but yeah. <laughs> it would have been stinky spoiled fish. Um, so we talked about Nick going to Alejandro, trying to talk sense into him, and Alejandro doesn't listen. So what does Nick do? Nick goes over to Ronaldo himself, and he's like, listen, we got to d- deliver these drugs. We got to go. He's like, fine, we'll go tonight. So he's planning on disobeying Alejandro, because that's Nick. In the middle of the night, too. Stupid. Well, if you go during the day, you're going to well, be seen. True, but... And if you go at night, you just throw walker blood on you, and you're fine. Yeah. Ugh. Like everybody does. Everyone. While they're trading the fish for the ice, we hear the mother and father being interrogated. Ooh. Right? With the little girl. The girl's not there. Being interrogated. Where are you from? Where's the colony? We want information. And they're not talking. But they have the daughter being held captive. Yeah. So Madison overhears them saying, the father saying something about... A uh, gringo. A gringo with long hair, ratty hair. So she figures, it's got to be Nick. Because <laughs> how many other white guys have with ratty gringo hair. have ratty hair? It's got to be him. So she runs upstairs to this room, and she's begging these people. There's one guy holding them hostage. They're tied up. Marco. Mark, yeah. Polo. Uh, <laughs> tell me, tell me. you know, was it Nick? Was his name Nick? And if they say anything, they're admitting to the fact they're from the colony. Yeah. But even though the mother was going, no, no, like it was all over her face. Yes, yes. Yeah, she wanted to tell the she mother because she sympathized. To. She got it. So Elena tells her, you're going to get us all killed. Shut the hell up and get out. Yeah. And he's like, but no, not without my one. Is it with Nick? Was it Nick? Is he safe? Is he safe? And that's from the trailer when she was yelling, is he safe? Yeah. That's what that scene is from. So she now knows Nick must be somewhere nearby. Yeah, because they parted ways not too far away from each other. Right. So now we learn that the colony and the hotel are not that far and that the, ho- the the supermarket is maybe in between the two. Yeah. Well, how about the move she pulls when she goes back to the hotel? Oh, that's My the one. My God. Madison, come Alicia on. Is, Alicia's outside. Now, when they talked about the generator, they said the generator has to go off at night so as not to attract anybody. Yeah. Because if there's any lights, people will see the lights. And they'll all go there. So Alicia looks up and sees that the hotel lights for the name of the hotel at the top are on. So she runs to the roof of the hotel, or at least wherever the generator is, and Madison had turned the generator on, and she says, what are you, what are you doing? What, what, what are you doing, turning you idiot? Yeah. She's like, I've got, Nick is alive, and I've got to get Nick, and I've got to send him a signal. And Alicia gets really pissed because she's the good kid. Yeah. She's the one who didn't do drugs and didn't run away and, and didn't, you know, steal and she's like, but I never left you. I'm here. Isn't that enough? She was telling Strand, I feel invisible to my mom. I don't even know if she notices me. And she's willing to risk the hotel, which Just isn't her hotel Nick, to who risk. doesn't want to be with them. Right. So everyone's going to see those lights and come. Yep. Los Muertos knows where the colony is now because they must have gotten the information out of the mother and father. And they were looking at Nick through the uh, binoculars. Right, binoculars, and he saw them. Yeah. How did he see them from that far away? Because he's Nick. Well, you could see people from a distance I have really looking at you. Crappy distance. You see so. movement. Yeah, well. You know, it's either a wa- when the walkers don't use binoculars. <laughs> They're bird watching. Um, yeah, so she puts the lights on. We uh we see Ophelia, another flashback with Ophelia, and she sees she's talking to her mom who died last season. Yeah. And her mom's telling her we wanted a better life for you cuz she's asking, "Mom, how did you know you found the right man? How did you know you found daddy?" And, and she's like, well, God pointed me in the right direction. God put him to me, and I accepted God's opinion and made it a religious thing. Yeah. And, and that's fine. They're very religious people. 
And it's all about the two flashbacks were the guy who gave her the ring. And now she's asking her mom how she knew that her father was the right guy. But that's all we know. Yeah. Present day, we see her driving from the scene from the trailer from last week to the U.S.-Mexico border. That's it. We just see her driving away. We still don't know why exactly. Yeah. But we will we know why. Speculate. Because she shoots her mouth off and talking dead and she admits it. Yes, she does. Totally tells. Yeah. So the lights go on in the hotel. And who saw the lights? Travis. Right. <laughs> Travis saw the lights. I wasn't sure. I was like, gee, I couldn't tell from the back of his head. I was like, who is that? And then, of course... Uh, like the kid said on Talking Dead, you know, Chris could just be right to the right, left. Right, it looks like he's alone, yeah, but, but he could Chris, be out of the shot. Chris could be right there. Right, but it made it look like Travis was alone. Again, everybody's in the same general area. How do you not see the hotel, though? Like, without the lights on, you still would have seen a hotel. But maybe they didn't think, you know, they thought it was probably just abandoned like everything else. But now there's activity and lights and movement. Yeah. So we're like, oh, great, Travis now sees the hotel. But in the scenes for next week... Um, oh, my um, God. I was, like, sweating watching the trailer. We see uh, Chris and his friends threaten Travis. We see that. His robber friends. Travis buries the homeowner. Yep. I guess he felt he was the only one who was going to do it. The robbers tell Travis he doesn't have the balls to kill them all. So at some point, maybe Travis pulls a gun on them. Then we see the gates. And there's hundreds of humans at the gates of the hotel... Who probably saw the lights and are now coming for rescue. Yep. And Madison's standing there saying, I'm sorry, can't help you. Yeah. Can't let you in, sorry. She's pulling a Father Gabriel. Oh my God, totally. A reverse Father Gabriel, kind of, right? Well, she's well, locking she's herself locking in. Herself in. That's and true. Le- locking them out. Yeah. She's not letting them in. What about when Travis goes up to that door? How's she going to get him in with this mob? Yeah. Well, does Travis even make it there? He, you know, That's true. Okay, so. I'm going to jump ahead to the sneak peek on the Talking Dead, on Talking Dead, because they showed a sneak peek. Chris and Travis are talking shortly after, I guess, he killed the farmer. Yeah. Right? And he's drinking a can of soda, and Travis knocks the can of soda. I thought it was a beer at first. Well, whatever it was. Yeah. And he's he like, wasted a good can of whatever. Punk. Yeah. And he's, he's like, how could you have done that? And How do you not even show remorse? And Chris says, I have no remorse. This is the world we live in. There's no good and bad. There's survival. And these guys are my friends. He's already he's in love with these he's guys. He's known them for two days. They're his bros. He's like, there's no good and bad. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. He just sorry, not sorry to his father. <laughs> he might as well buy Felicia him, which he probably does. <laughs> so, um, Chris is trouble. We don't know if he's leaving the show. He's getting killed off. We don't yeah. know. He's going to Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. At this point, if I were Travis, I would leave his ass there. He's had too many opportunities. He, it's his son, though. But he's I, such a punk. But like, I think we see the opposing views. We're saying Travis should leave his kid because he's evil. And here we have Madison with her kid, and she's risking the hotel and everybody in the hotel to get to get Nick back. Who doesn't even really care? Yeah. He's like, he needs me. I know he's looking for us. No, he's not. He's playing soccer, and he's having sex with Luciana. <laughs> he's not, too he's not the, going anywhere. <laughs> there's drugs there. Why would he leave? <laughs> uh, on, on Talking Dead... The actress who plays uh, Merce- uh, Ophelia, Mercedes Mason, is on. Some dude from uh, Teen Wolf, Dylan Sprayberry. I don't watch the show. I don't care. He seemed like he was too cool to be there. Didn't add a lot he of insight. He didn't really contribute much. Didn't really contribute. And uh, one of the producers of, of Fear the Walking Dead. Dave Albert. Yeah. He was okay. So oh, they were talking about... Um, oh, so she says Ophelia runs off and, she's, and she says this. At this point... 
she thinks both of her parents are dead. So she wasn't saying both of her parents are dead. She's the character thinks, thinks both of her parents are dead, dead, which plays into the fact that I said Daniel's coming back. Daniel's coming back, which they already admitted he's coming back next season. Now he may come back in the finale. He may be there like when Ophelia dies or whatever. Oh God! So we don't know what Ophelia is doing yet. And then they were talking about does it would it bother Ophelia or something because Nick's with Luciana. But we all thought Ophelia was going to hook up with Nick. Yeah. Because they were getting very flirty on the boat. And uh, Dave, the producer, says, I never shipped them. Yeah. In other words, I didn't see them in a relationship, for those of you who don't know what shipping means. He's like, I never saw them together. I didn't see that as a thing. And then Mercedes Mason alludes to the fact she's going to find her fiancé. Uh, basically says it. Yeah. <laughs> that she doesn't need Nick. She needs. She actually said she needs closure. She needs closure from her fiancé. Yeah. So that's where she went off to. So she left in the middle of Alicia's shower. Could have said, hey, I got to go. I love when Chris just, Hartwick was like, I could write on the, you write on the shower, BRB. Right. <laughs> I'll be back. In the steam. Yeah, right, the on steam. The, on the, the moisture on the, uh, on the mirror. Doesn't tell her, just leave. So again, I don't think Mercedes Mason is supposed to tell us she's going to see her fiance. Yeah, no. But she did. She's, she just can't get I had no clue where she was going until the talking dead. Right. Thank you, Talking Dead. <laughs> so we have a couple episodes left, but we're at, we're getting close. Yeah. Oh, man. Somebody needs to die. Days. 18 days. Is it 18 days? Yes. Is it? And, yep, 18 days. And also, Wait I a agree. Minute, what's 18 days? Premiere of The Walking Dead. That's impossible. There's 23 days of October. I went to a Walking Dead countdown. Well, how can there be 18 days? I don't know. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Doesn't make any sense. I didn't say that. Never mind. <laughs> That's, don't listen to Jamie. That was a really blonde thing to say. You All right. Based <laughs> on when you're hearing this, there's at least a week left to September. There's a month left. <laughs> That's what I... Never mind. People will be like, 18 days? Wow. Oh. Listen, if you listen to this podcast <laughs> on October 5th, Jamie is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, she is wrong. I'm wrong. Yep. All right. Uh, don't forget to tweet us at David underscore Brody at JMEGS514. Use the hashtag Walkers and Talkers. And we just started a Twitter account because Yay. it's the only one that was even close to being available of what we wanted it to say. But Walkers underscore Talkers, I think we've got three followers because we just started the account. We just started And it. two of them are Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> and I think one's me. And come on, Lonnie. Come on, Lonnie. And by the way, Lonnie wanted a shout out on, on our morning show, on Elvis Duran Morning Show because I mentioned the podcast. <laughs> And he's like, why didn't you mention me on the... Lonnie, we mentioned you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Lonnie, go follow our other account. That's it, guys. Have a good week. Bye, guys. <laughs>